Welcome to the B20 Podcast, Road to G20 and B20 Summit. This podcast is brought to you by B20 Indonesia 2022 Organizing Committee, supported by Astra International, Bayan Resources, Indica Energy, Sinar Moss, Bakri, Ha M. Samporna, Bank Central Asia. Good day, everyone. Welcome to the B20 Podcast, Road to B20 and G20 Summit. My name is David Chin, Managing Director and Partner of the Boston Consulting Group, as the host of today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, advancing innovative, inclusive, and collaborative growth has been chosen as the B20 tagline, which is also aligned with the G20 team. The Indonesia presidency is focusing on three priority sectors as the key for a strong and sustainable recovery, digital transformation, global health architecture, and energy transition. So today, I have the honor to discuss more from one of the priorities, which is digitalization, along with Hans Paul Berkner, chairman of the Boston Consulting Group. Hi, Mr. Berkner. How are you doing? So glad to have you today. Thank you for having me. Hans Paul, we know that COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated the pace of digitalization. As COVID-19 restriction has been loosening, it's great to hear that you have been quite affirmative on the pace of digitalization going forward. Clearly, uh, the pandemic has been a big boost for digitization. And um, I think we all expect that uh, we at BCG, uh, within the task force, um, and of course I personally, that digitalization will continue on this accelerated path because everybody has seen the benefits, whether it's in education, in healthcare, government services, but also in how businesses operate. And so the advantages have been uh, enormous. And I think without um, the digital um, activities and technology, we would not have been able to, uh, I think, address the issues of the pandemic as well as we have. So I'm very confident that the past uh, and the pace will continue and will make it work. Okay. I think it's great to hear your affirmation, uh, Mr. Berkner. Now- and I think, you know, it's, it's very important to um, really um, see the, uh, the enormous benefits. I mean, you may not recall that uh, before the pandemic, there was a lot of worries that digitization will fundamentally make uh, most of the people obsolete, will, you know, including consultants, of course, um, and uh, that some technology robots or AI will replace us all. But uh, as we have seen, uh, digitization is really of enormous importance of enhancing our productivity, our capabilities, um, both in terms of course work, in terms of uh, education, health, which I mentioned earlier, government services, but also in terms of addressing the issue of climate change and sustainability. Without digitization, we will have a lot more difficulties really improving uh, services and improving the fight uh, against uh, climate change. How might we ensure that digital transformation can continue to accelerate innovative, inclusive, and sustainable growth? What do you think are some of the key success factors of the digital transformation? Well, obviously, the biggest um, key success factor is the mindset. We need to make sure that people see 
digitization as an enabler, uh, not just in the working life, but also in, uh, in life overall uh, for a better life, for a more productive life. And, um, and so, you know, the, the key is to embrace digitization as um, a positive force. You may remember that before, uh, you know, the COVID pandemic, people were worried about digitization would replace us all and would, uh, you know, uh, make so many people lose their job. Obviously, you know, this is not true. Um, actually, digitization will uh, make us all more productive. But I think it really has to, to start with um, the key um, opportunities in education, in health, in government services, in business, and really um, embracing uh, these opportunities uh, is very important. Everybody see this as a, as a key enabler for their lives, for their individual lives and their collective lives. I think the second part, of course, is to create the infrastructure. It is important that we provide access for everybody. Connectivity, access, and security are, are really fundamental. And everybody needs to have access um, at a, a reasonable price um, to key digital services. I think we also need to make sure that um, authentication and digital signature uh, are available, that um, we have um, the uh, uh, internet of things in almost all places, that we have digital payments um, services and government services, and that you know it's really applied broadly um, to uh, all sectors of, uh, of society. And of course, I think it's also important to see that you know, we can realize the ESG goals uh, even more uh, through digitization. We can drive competitiveness and drive inclusive growth through digitization much more. So it will be a, a key part of, of our lives going forward, as it is for many already. And then I think we need to make sure that um, it's being fostered in all parts of society. Um, so uh, it's the mindset, it's the infrastructure, um, and then it's the really the continuous push and education and training so that everybody feels um, they can apply it and they can apply it usefully in their lives. Yeah, I think building on your point, Hans Paul, right? Um, you mentioned about to make digital transformation successful, it requires investment, right? And then sometimes the investment can be quite significant. And in that regard, how do we ensure that smaller, you know, the small medium enterprises can also adopt and embrace digital? Yeah. So uh, the small and uh, medium-sized enterprise are the backbone of every economy, whether it's in the uh, developing nations or the um, also developed uh, economies. Uh, they are the key engine of job creation and economic activity. And uh, depending on the country, 60 to 70% of GDP uh, in all countries are generated by uh, micro, small, and, and mid-sized companies. Uh, in employment, they are really of overarching uh, um, importance. 
So it's really uh, crucial that we do involve them that they don't have hurdles and obstacles that they cannot overcome. So one of the, the key elements, of course, is to make sure that infrastructure is available, um, that there's accessibility. I think, um, you know, the moment um, there are uh, these investments are also uh, tax advantaged by governments, um, the, uh, the small and mid-sized uh, enterprises will engage. They are thinking very economically um, and they will also embrace this. But I think the, the second part be, besides, you know, affordability is also to make sure that um, there is significant training. So we should use all the different facilities that we have in each country, whether it's schools, whether it's um, um, uh, vocational uh, training, uh, technical colleges, universities, that they offer um, basic training and continuous training on how to make good use of it, uh, of digitization. So I think that's really crucial. And then thirdly, uh, thirdly, I think it's also important to ensure that, you know, the, the companies uh, continuously see the benefit that they can reach uh, more customers uh, with digitization, that they can also access uh, supplies better, uh, they can organize things better, but of course, the, the key part is that they all see this as improving their productivity. So, um, you know, making this point time and again in all levels of education, in all levels of government, but also in the interaction of businesses is crucial. And I think given that we have significant supply chain issues around the world in many, many industries these days, I think also the large uh, companies should make sure that their suppliers whether they are micro, small, or mid-sized companies, are really able to, uh, to uh, advance in this area. And so I, I would very much emphasize that it's a task for everybody, both for the uh, public sector, but also the private sector, to make this work, because ultimately everybody will benefit. I think moving on to the next topic, Hans Paul, right? How do you see the digitalization gap between developed and developing countries? And what joint efforts shall be taken, especially among the G20 and B20 communities, to reduce the gap? Yes, clearly, at the moment, about uh, almost 90% of the people in uh, the developed countries are connected to the internet, whereas in the uh, uh, emerging markets or developing uh, countries, it's only about half. So there is a significant gap. But at the same time, of course, we also find that you know, the society's uh, population in the developing countries is much younger uh, than uh, in the developed uh, markets. Uh, and therefore, you know, I think, um, you know, there is a huge opportunity to get adoption fast by uh, ensuring that in education at all levels, starting with primary education, uh, digitization uh, is part of the uh, uh, activity. Uh, I must say, I mean, I've just been... Um, to India, and we also visited some schools. And um, unfortunately, you know, the material uh, and the the uh, devices that these schools have are outdated and very often not functional. So I think it's it's really crucial that we do invest heavily in uh, you know uh, the educational facilities in schools, um, also in colleges and universities. So that's one big. Um, part of um, of increasing universal um, connectivity, especially also in the um, developing countries. 
I think it's also important that we do make sure that the costs of excess um, are uh, modest and affordable for, for everybody. I mean, infrastructure um, deployment is being done at a very, very high pace. Um, at the same time, I think making sure that um, all devices can be connected at very low price um, and, uh, and also content is provided at low price. So along the whole value chain, we need to make sure that things are affordable. Um, that's the second part. And I think the third part is that it's also in the interest of um, the uh, developed countries to ensure that the developing countries are well connected. So I think a massive uh, drive for you know, all the support in, uh, in uh, increasing standard of living will have to focus on digitization. And um, I um, expect you know, there will be an acceleration in the gap between the two groups of countries will narrow over the next 10 years. And as we have seen in, in a number of um, developing countries, Indonesia being one of them, you know, there is a very, very high uh, acceptance uh, and use of, of digitization. So I'm very optimistic. And at the uh, B20 uh, in Indonesia, I think the, the task force is very optimistic that there will be um, much, much progress and very fast progress in the coming years. The issue really is to, to ensure that we do provide the basic uh, infrastructure, but also the, uh, the, the education and training, um, and that we, we drive um, accessibility through uh, very uh, reasonable costs. Okay, yeah, wonderful. Now coming to the last questions. What are your expectations for the G20-B20 Indonesia presidency in 2022? Well, I, th I think it's great to have uh, the G20-B20 Indonesia this year. Um, and I, I would say, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the task forces, but also, of course, the leadership of G20-B20 have done a, a truly wonderful job in really making sure that the key uh, opportunities and challenges in um, the uh, developing and emerging markets uh, is being put at the forefront. At the same time, I think there is uh, a lot of emphasis on, uh, on climate change and sustainability, on raising standards uh, of living, and of really close cooperation between all countries, uh, not just in the B20 or G20, but also around the world. So I think these are key elements. I think what I've seen is, is a very, very, uh, I would say, engaged process. A lot of um, efforts to, uh, to connect people and also to, uh, to really create a common agenda. Now, we do all, all talk about deglobalization. We talk about, you know, there will be more fragmentation. And, uh, but, you know, the, the emphasis of um, the um, G20B20 Indonesia has been very much on cooperating and benefiting from this cooperation. So I think it's, it's really, um, I would say, a major step forward even though, of course, because of the pandemic, it has not been so easy to, to get together. I hope, you know, in the, in the coming months, we'll be able to get together, not just via Zoom calls, but really uh, in person. Um, but, but I think, you know, the, the, the focus on really uh, further narrowing the gap between developing countries and developed countries, uh, the focus on sustainability and, and fighting climate change, um, and also, I think, empowering people, empowering people 
through digitization, but also through various other um, you know, means like trade, like um, the uh, building infrastructure, financing infrastructure, you know, has been of enormous importance. And I really have um, high hopes um, and expectations that, you know, the initiatives that comes from Indonesia will make a major difference for the world, uh, not just in this year, but in the coming years. Wonderful, Mr. Berkner. Very interesting and engaging conversation that we already had. So now we have seen how digital transformation affects almost every aspect of everyday life and it also plays a very significant role in the business. Thank you again, Mr. Berkner, for your precious time and for sharing the awareness to our audience. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to actually find out more about us, you can actually go to the www.b20indonesia2022.org and you can find our other episodes where we will talk in depth about Indonesia B20 priorities with top executives from leading organizations and institutions. See you in the next episode. Thank you again, Hans Paul. David, it was my pleasure. As you know, I feel very passionate about digitization. And I feel um, we have been uh, in the past too negative, too worried about this. I think we need to. Uh, really embrace digitization, as I said beforehand, as a key driver for economic development, for social welfare, also for fighting climate change uh, and for having more inclusivity. And, um, and that's why I, I keep on pushing the uh, really positive elements of digitization. Um, and it's, it's really so uh, energizing, encouraging to see, you know, how the uh, B20 task force uh, on digitization in Indonesia has really pushed this point. And um, so you, you feel my emotion, I hope. And uh, I feel very passionate of making this work. And I really believe that we all will benefit enormously, despite the many challenges that they are still there. But I think we will all benefit enormously from digitization. And I think we'll also benefit enormously from the G20, B20 in Indonesia. Thank you. Thank you.